This is episode 205. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, everybody? This is Indie Music Live, episode 200 and what are we on now? 243? Holy shit. Almost hit uh, 250 this year, but not quite. Uh, we took a lot of weeks off, but that's okay. Uh, we've kind of been in a transitional stage this year, but nobody really knows that except for me and Dave. But uh, um, so, well, yeah, know so it Dave. Now. You just said it. Yeah. So, Dave, you know, uh, you're supposed to take the uh, costume off after Halloween, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Why? What happened? Just, Is... just making sure, because oh. it looks like you're still wearing yours. No, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, that's been my long, my day-long joke. Most people thought it was funny, but no, anyway, we got a great... What? allergic to holidays the older I get. Oh, right? yeah, that's right. Yeah, I definitely don't do Halloween anymore, that's for sure um so yeah so we got a great show 243 tonight um we have uh the solar sapiens with their brand new song called futuro it's a regular on the show just like our featured artist of the night finally getting him on the show as featured artist breaking the undertow also known as trevor he slip i think is how you say the last name always has the coolest graphics that's for sure the the weirdest ones too i think and then uh also catherine Duck? So you say that? Duke? Do? I don't know. It's, it's it might be do. I don't know. Is the sea silent? Is that a thing? I think so. With uh, <laughs> single remember when? Can you see my cats playing and fighting behind me? That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. No, cool. I guess not. So, what? Well, they're one year old today, by the way. Uh, my my new kitties, Purcell and WC. Happy birthday, boys! So we're going to get started with uh, the, the uh, Solar Sapiens with Futuro on 243. We'll be right yep. back.
I mean, to get ready, but I was born ready. Yeah, ready. Man. I was ready. I'm JoJo Keys, by the way. Episode 243, that was the Solar Sapiens with Futuro. This is a band we've been reviewing for quite a while. I believe they're from Finland, if I remember right. I'm not, I'm, I have a pretty foggy memory these days, but uh, am I right, Dave? I'm, it's somewhere in Northern Somewhere like Europe. that, yeah. <laughs> and uh, they just keep getting better and better, in my opinion, man. The vocals, especially this time, I think one of the things I critiqued them about in the past was that he always has a lot of effects on the vocals, and that's true this time, but it's, the, it's sort of a different effect and it sort of i think it works a lot better for her voice because it was used to be sort of just like a more distorted sound all the time this is a lot more like kind of chorusy i think but uh, the other thing that really stood out to me i was listening to this in the car on the way back uh before the show <clears throat> and and the production has just gotten a lot better overall but also like in particular for this song i noticed the bass sound and line were really really smooth yes yeah, I noticed that too. The yeah, the mix was was great. And the, the progression was cool too. The chord progression was was kind of, was pretty unique. Yeah, I was actually hoping uh, I was hoping that we played the last song first today because I wanted to make a point about the evolution. You know, because I guess I'll go backwards. You know, the, this kind of has like a soundtrack feel to it, maybe, but more modern and. You know, just the whole electro trance, you know, vibe is is incredibly hot. I mean, just you know, I've been working with uh, the guys at Emanate.Live. You know, that's the blockchain music platform. Never heard of it. Why don't you tell us about it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, just that experience kind of working with them, it, along with obviously here at Any Music Plus, is is just how how vast and how large the electro electronica ecosystem is and it seems to be growing every year well especially nowadays because everybody can do it really yeah you have a good ear genre, and some good sounds you can make it unique yeah oh yeah but the genre i i did not expect this like 10 years ago that it would just be so vibrant today that genre i guess well i was listening to uh the the album that my wife and i pretty much fell in love to back in the late 90s uh delirium their album karma mm-hmm that's uh, pretty much like the standard for all of this stuff, the the trance stuff, not the dance stuff necessarily, but yeah. the trance, you know, it's a difference. So anyway, yeah, cool stuff, Solar Sapiens. Keep it coming. Live from, where are you from again? Nova Scotia, is that where you live? I'm actually from Ontario, but I'm in Nova Scotia. Now. Ah, that's right. Okay, from Ontario, but in Nova Scotia now. Uh, the long-awaited and long-overdue-to-be-featured artist, Trevor Heaslip, better known as Breaking the Undertow. How you doing tonight, my friend? I'm doing well. How are you guys doing? Good, man. Thanks for coming here. Thanks for always, uh, you know, submitting your music to us and getting the reviews and all that stuff. You've been a long-term client, but also we I think you've turned us into fans over the years for sure. Right on. So, uh, for people who don't know, why don't you uh, let us know who you are and what you're doing, and we'll take a listen to uh, Breaking the or uh, Basketball for Poets and uh, come back and get deeper with Dave. Yep. Sounds good. Let's get deep, Dave. Um, so I'm, yeah, I'm from Ontario originally. I grew up there and I just moved to Nova Scotia. Um, so I have this band, Breaking the Undertow, started out as uh, I wanted to do, I've been kind of doing a solo project for a while and I wanted to do a band, something that felt like a band. And I had a couple friends play on the first song and then I kind of scrapped that idea and just started doing it all myself again because i'm kind of a control freak and uh that's just kind of how i am with my music and 
Um, it's been, yeah, it's been really fun submitting to you guys because, uh, you guys have given me a lot of cool pointers and stuff. And I just, it's been fun to, to evolve and to kind of hear what you guys have had to say and, and be on the show. Someone cares, Dave. Someone actually, someone actually (laughs) likes us. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm a fan of you guys. So yeah. Sweet. it's, It's great. So, so basketball for poets, introduce this song for us. Yeah, so this is brand new. This came out on Friday and it's called Basketball for Poets by Breaking the Undertow. That's awesome. We'll be right back. Trevor, I mean, you you started to answer the first question I had for you, which is the, this decision. It's a big decision of just being a one-man band. You know, I, I was checking out your bio and <laughs> some of the sites you're on. It's like, hey, I'm Trevor Heaslip. I am Breaking the Undertone, the band with one member. Um, yeah. yeah, just l- let's just talk for a minute just about that decision. So it, it sounds like you've had some experience with other musicians and but you know another question i'm left with is like well you know what about playing live or you know eventually touring or something like that so yeah what do you i guess where do you sit with all that i used to play live shows um i started a band back in the day with my brother spencer and he actually mixes all the breaking the undertow stuff he he goes by the producer named taboo and uh, another dude in my hometown and we used to just play shows and it was kind of like a heavier, a heavier band, kind of like a metal band thing. Um, we had a lot of conflict in the band and I'm kind of just a loner, to be honest. Like I'm, I'm a very solitary person okay. and I kind of have my vision for things. And um, 
it's hard for me to like give up the reins a little bit. Like I've definitely played with some talented people and written with some talented people, but um, I don't know. It, it's, it's hard too, because I do it all at home and uh, it's just hard to bring people in. I've actually had my wife sing on, we did a cover of a Fantagram song. You don't get me high anymore for breaking the undertow. And my wife sang on it. And I've had my stepsisters chanting on one of the songs. And my son is actually on Basketball for Poets, kind of yelling and stuff. And then the collaboration with my brother is really cool because it's kind of a throwback to when we were in a band together, but just in kind of a different way because he just mixes it and I do all the recording myself. Um, Got it. But but yeah, it's just it's just a way for me to like do my own thing, I guess. Um, yeah, I mean it's it's a spirited debate, you know, within uh, musician communities. Because I mean, I've I, I've done two solo albums where I played all the instruments and sang, and then I've uh, been involved with production on another twenty albums with full bands, where it was kind of like a co-writing and co-production experience. Both of them had their value, right? It's like the for sure to me it like doing the solo albums, it, it just, it was just more of a cathartic process in terms of you get this inspiration, you hear the sound in your head, you know what you want to do and you do it. You do it exactly like how you hear it and how you see it. Exactly. And then with the full band, you have your inspiration. It doesn't necessarily turn out the way you see it all the time, but you you'll hear things from your bandmates that, sometimes like oh my god i didn't even think of that that is amazing right i, I never would have thought of that and it, and that's cool too so absolutely yeah all right well, I, I live in a house with uh nine people right now and so um my, i mentioned my wife she's always giving me ideas so that's kind of actually where i get a lot of my collaboration is like i just i'm kind of like what do you think of this idea and she's like what if you did it like this and i'm like cool. oh cool so she just gives me like little production ideas and stuff so all right. So something else that, you know, Joe and I have noticed over the past few years is like you're you're one of those artists. I mean, you really have been leveling up, you know, over the past few oh, years, just you. in terms of production quality, in terms of uh, mixing style, like fuller sound, like a wider spectrum of sound. Uh, so kudos to you on that, man. I mean, like Thank what you. are I guess, are you, what's been your goal? Is that, are you conscious of just trying to kind of become a better uh, producer as, as you're becoming a better songwriter? Yeah, I think um, there were a lot of things, like I, I went to a program called Music Industry Arts at Fanshawe College in London, Ontario. And at the time I'd been doing a lot of screaming and I had a cyst on my vocal cords and I couldn't sing or scream or do anything oh, wow. or be in a band. And I was in the music industry arts program. So that's why I recorded the first Breaking the Undertow song. But um, that was the one that actually I had on the show. And you guys said, oh, the vocals are a little underwhelming. Mm. And yes, and that's so, right. We said we, we, we'd love to hear you kind of scream more or something. Yeah. And I right? was like, yeah. I was like listening to that. Like, but I, I do scream. I do scream. I just I just had vocal surgery. So, oh, so man, that's so big head. <laughs> <laughs> so i feel so, bad now you didn't get a chance to like uh no yeah. no it's all good because it yeah. kind of went like hand in hand it was like this thing where my voice started getting stronger after the surgery i was feeling more comfortable as a performer 
Um, after I did that song, I did a cover just to kind of get my feet wet again because I hadn't made music in like four years or something like that. And then after that, all these songs just kept coming to me. And whether it was like brand new stuff or like pieces of old stuff, like a lot of my songs are combinations of like stuff I wrote 10 years ago. Like I just put out a song called Taxpayer last month. And parts of that song I like wrote on an acoustic guitar, like when I was a teenager and then parts of it I wrote while I was recording the song. So it's kind of like one of these things. And it's just been this weird mindset for me where I started moving forward and then all of a sudden it just became this snowball. And then, uh, you know, having the, having my stuff on the show and hearing what you guys say and hearing like other feedback from other people, it just became this thing. And I was doing this sort of my, my last solo project was a very auto tune kind of like, um, uh, electronic mix of stuff. And it was just starting to feel really stale. And then when Breaking the Undertow, when I started that and I started really using my real voice instead of hiding behind the autotune and then realizing that I had sort of that that um, like instead of going from like straight clean singing to screaming, I started having like this like little in between like rasp. And yeah, stuff. just a little raspy. Yeah, just yeah. A of rasp. Yeah. Yeah. And it's yeah, because just... that's the other thing we noticed, Trevor, is like you're it's not even just your voice. It's almost like your, your style has become harder, right? Edgier. And it was like, I, I was wondering if that was like related or something. <laughs> I was thinking about this. I'm like, all right, he's projecting more. He's got a little more rasp, got a little more edge in his d vocal delivery. Is that starting to blend into actually like the genre of music and the way he's playing guitar? So that's, yeah. What do you think about that? I think what it is, like I said earlier, like um, I've always written like I've always written heavier riffs like um, Taxpayer, the song I released before that called Riffage. I, I think you guys played on the show. Um, I had a lot of those heavy riffs for a long time because I like I like heavy stuff. But when I started breaking the undertow, I was like, I don't know, because my because I hadn't been screaming. I was like, I don't know if I can do it. But then once I started with the screaming, I was like, oh, OK, I think I'm going to try something with a little bit of screaming. And then I'm like, oh, I'm feeling good about that. So I'm going <laughs> to do a little bit more screaming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And then yeah. you get like taxpayer and that song, I sound like Satan. So I was pretty excited about that because I'm like, I've always wanted to I've wanted to get back there for a long time. And and so um, but having said that, though, there was the song I put out last year called On a Tuesday. And that song is a very mellow song. It's probably my most mellow song. And I was like in my head, I'm going, I want to put out a heavy song. I don't want to put out this on a Tuesday song. But that was the song that fell into my lap. I just wrote that song. So that's kind of my other policy with Breaking the Undertow is like I strike when the iron's hot. Like if I if 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 a song comes to me, I do it. Whether I want to do a heavy song and it's a light song or vice versa, I just do the song that's in my brain and that I know, oh, here it is. And I can just do it. So, yeah. All right. So Joe and I, we, we joked about this in the show. We're like, man, I wonder... I wonder if we have influenced him in some way, at least, you know, in his maybe his vocal style or even his uh, edgier production style. So that's the question. I mean, everyone's asking about this. Everyone's asking. Yeah. And 
Yes, absolutely. You guys have influenced me and like it's been really great. That's another reason why I don't release albums. There's a few reasons for it, but one of the reasons is because um, I like the feedback in between songs and I want to make every song slam. And I feel like if I release an album of 10 songs and then I get the feedback, it's like, well, I didn't have the opportunity to apply that to the next song, you know? Cool, man. So I really like the feedback. You guys have really, really been a big part of this whole growth for me. So it's Awesome, been, man. That, that's so great to hear. That is so awesome to hear. And that's why it's so great to be on the show, too, because... Yeah, for sure, man. I wanted to share that with you guys. Yeah, I appreciate that. I'm sure sure Joe does, too. Um, All right, so I guess... uh, Yeah, so your website. So, I mean, you're you're obviously all over social and everything, but you have, like, a Linktree website where it has all of your links and your, you know, links to YouTube and all that stuff. So that's uh, Linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash... Breaking the Undertow. So, yeah, I encourage people to go check that out, listen to his uh, new music. And Trevor, please come back, man. I will, absolutely. Thank you guys for having me on. And and thank you for continuing to play my stuff. It means a lot. Of course, of course, man. All right, Rob. Remember When is this next tune? It's by, uh, oh, I get to say it, Catherine Duke. I'm going to go with Duke. Here it is. Let's do it. That was Catherine Duke with the song might be called Neon Nights, but <laughs> we have Remember When here in our notes. So it's one of those two names. Uh, but regardless, it we're uh, supposed to be talking about Remember yeah. When. I don't know. Yeah, it could be. 
Could be remember when. It's still Catherine. I know that. Oh yeah. Um, it's brought me right back to the '80s, man. This, this is just like classic 1980s movie soundtrack, or at least like a vignette, you know, within an '80s movie. I mean, that that's where it brought me instantly. Even got like the the neon, you know, Miami like Vice. colors, you know, like those pastels from that era, you know, like Miami Vice type of colors. <laughs> but yeah, it was similar to, uh, you know, the Solar Sapien song, just in that sense. That's kind of where it brought me is just this like background music and uh, videos of a certain era. Um, but again, well produced and well mixed, you know, very, very nice sound and everything. So, yeah, what do you think, Joe? Yeah, definitely not bad. That's for sure. It's definitely not for everybody. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's uh, definitely thought of you when I heard this song, you know, because of my maybe, love of the 80s. Made me yearn for your own. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no the i mean this is we talked about this is what kind of stuff that you like the background kind of stuff so yeah. and i as well you know uh so cool good stuff Catherine duke i guess is how you say it and it's featuring somebody too isaac something i don't know who what he does on there i didn't really look into it but uh did you see that no i didn't yeah it's featuring somebody Cool. So, uh, episode two hundred forty-three in the books. I'm JoJo Key sitting here with David Werber. Any final words tonight, sir? No, man. Good show. Good times. <laughs> All right. Happy birthday to my kitties. Thanks for Trevor Heeslip for hanging out with us and Robert Hicks Hicks Video H I X V I D E O, making us look good since nineteen ninety. Wait, no, two thousand fifteen. I think something like that. So, uh, happy post-Halloween. Dave's going to go take his costume off. At least his mask off. He's got to take his mask off. Yeah. <clears throat> this is fucking scaring the shit out of me. <laughs> ah! All right. We'll be back in uh, next show's the one of the last days of November, 29th, I believe. We'll see you then. Peace.